Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, hey, hello. Leavers and believers, welcome to Leaving Hillsong. My name's Tanya and I'm so happy that you have decided to spend a bit of time with us here. Today we are jumping into what we call a case notes special. Case notes is like a spin-off, it's like a Joni Loves Charchi to this happy days and it's to do with mental health and our consultant is James and he joins me today. Uh, he is a very highly qualified person in the field of mental health and we'll keep it as broad as that but he does work directly in the field and we ended up having one of those random chats uh, earlier in the week when quickly decided it would make for a good episode ah well where to start well yeah uh, I'll just leave it to you to investigate it we're having a look at the um wondrousness that Instagram has brought out in all of us but especially in people who like to have themselves looked at and I'll just jump into the episode here's a giant slot machine with James hey there James hi Tanya how are you good good long time how have you been it's been yeah good busy and um it's great to catch up again 
thank you so much for giving up your time. I know you've been working a lot of a lot of hours actually on the coal face there in the out there in the world of mental health. So That's thank up. you so much for yeah. Oh, I mean, we we got into a conversation earlier in the week about like what is a Bobby Houston? What does one make of that? And she's been posting all these kinds of things and you brought up some ideas and, and thank you, we'll, we'll run through them. Yeah, I mean, want to have a look at the some of the posts over the last couple of weeks? Is that a good yes. place to start? Let's, um, let's jump, jump down the rabbit hole, eh? <laughs> oh, there's no coming back. So should have found this one already. Oh, here it is. So she, Bobby posted on Instagram on Valentine's Day under a heading, The Man I Know and Love. Mm. And she captions the, captions the picture Brian at Brian C. Houston, surrounded with street kids from Vision Rescue India for people who aren't blocked by the pastor. And she... She says, as a wife of near 46 years, I'm weary of the relentless assault on this man, weary of the unchallenged, uncontained narratives. Whoever taught those people the word narrative, I am coming for you. Left to fester, I had vowed to him last year that if no one stands up and vindicates his integrity, character and worth, I will. And I'll die on my sword if need be. That might sound dramatic, but I have no reason to say otherwise. Monday persecution is accusatory, cowardly and appalling. Those who perpetrate it should be sued for defamation and damaging bullying. But because that isn't the nature of Christ, we will continue to pray for you. Just remember, dear ones, that the courts of heaven, and like they've got capital letters, courts of heaven, exist. And no action or word or ill intent goes unobserved. While it is still day, capital letter day in quotes, there is grace to recover and change your ways. But a day will come when that day may expire. Don't. Risk that, nor boast of tomorrow, for for none of us know what a day will bring. His grace is all sufficient, but it has to be embraced. For those curious but uninformed about the court case last just Brian can't speak of it for legal reasons, but I can. Firstly, all caps, thank you, one word, to all who prayed, thousands around the world. We endured 13, it was actually 14, Days in court, the Crown Prosecutor presented eight witnesses. Our defence presented one. Brian Houston, all evidence was heard, all evidence is recorded. Now the case is adjourned till June for oral and written summaries. It's called closing arguments. Final arguments and then the magistrate alone will rule. My husband is a champion and to endure this after 24 years says much about his stoic spirit. As a family, we say capital T, thank you, one word, for your love and concern. I'm only posting this because many are unaware. Some media outlets report with integrity. 
others don't. There are no restrictions on Brian. Again, we are grateful for those who prayed and asked that you continue in the meantime. We soldier on alongside our King, believing that the finest days for the body of Christ are before us all. Days for boldness and courage, for living in the truth of who Christ is, for knowing the power of his spirit and for loving not one's life unto death. Revelation. Days of great harvest in Jesus' dear and glorious name. B. Well, Tanya. Over to you. That was Oh, what a shame. I think she upstaged Adolf Hitler. (laughs) I... (laughs) In terms of, sorry, I shouldn't laugh. What? Rhetoric, <laughs> political, uh, <laughs> political rhetoric, <laughs> and but you know, veiled and unveiled threats. It, it's a kind of a confusing message, isn't it? Because on one hand, you've got all the the Christian church speak, and then you've got. It goes beyond passive-aggressive expression, doesn't it? It's um, mm. quite, I find it menacing. Well, but, yeah, there is a bit of um, you're being watched. You haven't yeah. got forever. And a huge dose of self-righteousness as well. Oh. Lack of introspection, a lack of reflection, a, you know, persecution complex, the martyr complex. But, hmm, I don't know, let's keep things simple, eh? You know, there are simple solutions to this and, you know, we know of the abuse of people, the crimes against children that have occurred, and that's what this trial is actually about. It's not about, you know, someone being persecuted for their faith. It's actually whether someone yeah. broken a law or not. Someone yeah. has breached certain clause or clauses in the Crimes Act. So, golly gosh, what can you say to that? <laughs> it's just, um, I mean, like I defer to your professional expertise, of course, but of all, you know, this discussion, again, about narcissism and people with lack of empathy, and we've talked about it, obviously, in the pod before and what's affecting people, but the, it's almost... It, it, it's almost as if people have studied some kind of textbook because they check all these boxes, you know, totally rewritten this story as her husband is a a victim of an assault and this ongoing, yeah, persecution. It's Yeah, yeah. And look, I mean, it's a common, we, we tend to half joke about it in the field I work, work in, you know, often it's, is someone mad, bad or sad? You know, and look, you know, we don't use that language with people, you know, in our interactions with people. But, you know, sometimes you're asking the question, you're trying to explore the evidence and for someone's presentation in a, you know, mental health, psychiatric sense, what's going on? Is it sadness, madness or badness? Is it mental illness? Is it to do with you know, antisocial or narcissistic personality or, or something else. And it's hard to kind of understand a person's motives, what makes them tick, what drives them. The things that I'm kind of interested in, does someone fundamentally have a, a good, well-structured sense of self? And are they a person mm-hmm. of, are they a person of conscience? 
you know, are they uh, are they fundamentally a decent soul, or are they fundamentally and a bereft or malevolent soul? That's now that's not psychiatric language, but you know that's what I'm interested in. It's it's I, I mean we are offered this opportunity to look at somebody in detail because they keep advertising it and yeah I, how do you define malevolence or you know at what point is somebody a bad person or mm. that kind of thing so how do you what what do you, what do you mean by malevolence then well okay so unfortunately in this world there are people who have little to no regard for others they don't care about the well-being or welfare of others they don't care if they hurt others and um, worse still there are those that highly motivated to inflict pain upon other persons or animals or things for their own perverse pleasure mm. you know I, I was thinking of the criminal psychopath that's probably the worst I mean, you know imagine a, a victim pleading for mercy but it's falling on deaf ears because the perpetrator they've got no feeling you know they've got no feeling for someone mm. they might even delight in it because yeah. you know, higher levels of stimulation to get some kind of you know arousal or response themselves they need higher levels of adrenaline to feel something you know that's that's probably the scarier part but then People's motives or intentions, you know, what drives people fundamentally, you know, and self, self-examination self is, is really important. I think, you know, the field that I work, you know, having reflective skills and practices and being mindful of your responses or reactions or conduct when you're mm. in that therapy situation, it's absolutely essential. There's nobody else in this post. Well, I mean, now that you mention it, there's there's she's there's no one else on the planet for her. There's only people that should really be praying for them. Yeah, that's it's so elevated. All do you know what I mean? It's really up high now. It's, I was just going to say, I think what's concerning though, as someone who was previously involved in Hillsong Church for a time, it was interesting in retrospect to see how things played out to see what people's behaviors were to see yeah, what yeah because you know if you've lived somewhere else and you maybe been part of a church and you just sang the songs and bought the cds and even watched their the videos you know they every year they'd release a cd and a dvd sort of thing you can get a very false impression of what it's really like there you can think oh gee isn't that wonderful they're all singing and clapping and you know twiddling their guitars on the way to heaven sort of thing but being there it's just not like that at all there was um significant you know well-organized controls over people um coercion young people enslaved i'm talking about the college students and yeah very scary attitudes. Now, I mean, if, you, if you've ever been part of a group or worked in an organisation where they have, you know, generally an open-door policy and, you, you know, you might be a certain rung in the ladder but there's nothing stopping you from having a conversation with someone several rungs up, you know, that's, that's all good. But when you go to Hillsong and you see 
that you must not make eye contact with the people in the the inner circle. You know, your Houston's and their closest sycophants. You're not to make eye contact with them. You're not to approach them. You're not to talk to them. There's a, what would we call it? You know, there's an air of elitism about them when they're shut away and they're behind their frosted glass doors being waited on hand and foot. And, you know, you know that you're one of the plebs. Yeah. What drives that? How can people be so elite in something that's supposed to be all about the love of God and equality and... Well, and I mean, wasn't that supposed to be the point of difference in this movement was that it was, you know, it didn't have the rules and the structures and the rituals and the rigidity and everybody, you know, God is not a lover of men and... Same animal farm, didn't it, really, you know? Oh, a bit of you know George Orwell. It was <laughs> very much an animal farm situation, and it's made me think and con- Here's a cool fact: a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact: you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You know, we were talking about it, like megalomania or hubris. If there are other drivers, like I've, I think I've coined this word anti-sociability, or I'm talking about in terms of antisocial mm. or narcissism or narcissistic personality these are you know and we we touched i remember on histrionic as well for roberta lee here but this isn't very i mean the histrionic is is stuff about kind of the same sort of narcissism please you tell me um the same sort of stuff but more kind of flirtatious and that kind of thing this is um this is very martyr like isn't it she's oh definitely yeah and i mean you know when we've talked about the, the traditional clusters of personalities. Mm. We spoke about that cluster in the middle, you know, cluster B, creatively, mm-hmm. the dramatic or erratic types. You've got your histrionic, narcissistic, antisocial and borderline. What's megalomania then as opposed to narcissism? All right, so megalomania uh, could be defined as a, something delusional, a delusional belief in one's own importance or how powerful or great they are, you know, the megalomaniac as opposed to maybe hubris or hubris syndrome, which is phenomena associated with someone possessing power. If a person, you know, they may not have necessarily been, you know, had a mental illness or a significant personality disorder, but if they attain to a position of power and the longer they're in that position, Okay. Go to 
love that power, love exercising that power and not want to relinquish it. Hey, I'm just, I just Googled, it says here, beware of hubris syndrome, a leadership personality disorder. Look, I'll send this to you. As we kind of talked earlier in the week, you know, Roberta Lee McDonald was not born into greatness. She's a half Tongan girl that lived in New Zealand and met a guy on a beach, as she just got, you know, she talks about in a later post. You know, she met her boyfriend young and married him. And and when I was attending Hills Christian Life Centre, which became Hillsong, um, she was Brian's wife. She didn't, she wasn't a pastor then. She didn't have a platform. And yet, slowly but surely, this little duck to water has, has done quite well yeah. to embrace all of those kinds of, you know, Big things. So that question of kind of like, you know, is someone born an narcissist? Can you can you pick it up later? Like, I don't know, playing the violin when you're 40 or something. I mean, how does it happen that someone can start demonstrating so much personality coldness and, and power? Obs- I don't know. Sorry, you tell me. <laughs> Sorry. That's that's uh, <laughs> splitting heads. So we're, we're guilty of you know, character analysis or mm. assassination. You know, the notion of a hubris syndrome, it's not really associated with someone with a major mental illness per se. So if someone, okay. you know, experiences schizophrenia or, a, you know, a, a really troubling mental illness like that, it's not really associated with that. Someone with a, you know, we call a bipolar one mood disorder. That's, you know, the really significant disorder where a person can, they can have depressive episodes, but they can have really, really dramatic manic episodes, like really crazy. Um, and that person might experience grandiosity or grandiose delusions. But then, um, and thank you for the article you just sent. I think I've read this one. Because, well, I mean, my research is, you know, I took the second one out of Google, so that's a bit more in depth maybe looking at some of these mega church leaders and the such yeah you you ask the question do they what's their personality like underneath it all you know are they a person of empathy a person Mm. altruism of benevolence of beneficence you know a person of goodness they want to do good and they don't want to do harm you know they're probably the questions i'd be asking or do they have sufficient personality disorder traits whereby they might be narcissistic or antisocial or whatever the case may be. But then maybe someone's got the traits and not enough of them to really have a full-blown disorder, but they attain to power, a position of power. Okay. And they're quite happy with the self-glorification and the elevation and the power that goes with that. Um, They're obsessed with their image. Actually, this is good. Look, this this is textbook. A loss of contact with reality, they <laughs> as a messiah, they have excessive self-confidence accompanied by contempt for advice or criticism of others, an almost obsessive focus on personal image. Gee, what about these this couple that we've frequently seen in Twitter and elsewhere? Reckless and impulsive actions. Yeah, we've seen a bit of that lately. A little bit of God will a higher court, perhaps God will vindicate you is word for word. Yeah, that's the one. Owen 
and Davidson noted the overlap with other personality disorders, especially narcissistic personality disorder. Seven of the 14 symptoms are also symptoms of NPD, narcissistic personality disorder, and two symptoms are shared with antisocial personality disorder and histrionic personality disorder. This is this is interesting, isn't it? Bingo, bingo, 12 times across the board, thank Five of the symptoms, conflating yourself with the organisation using the royal we, that mm. a higher court, perhaps God, will vindicate you. Wow. Restlessness, recklessness and impulsiveness and a righteousness that ignores practicalities or costs are unique to the hubris syndrome. You've really nailed it with that one. That was, because remember you said to me earlier in the week, you're like, do you think it's hubris syndrome or narcissism? We were just, I'd never heard it until you raised it. And yeah. this is, I mean, believing that a higher court, perhaps God will, or as in the courts of heaven. Yeah, yeah. We'll wow. Hate them, but we'll condemn or judge or whatever <laughs> everyone else for those oh. challenge or go against their authority. Yeah. And, you know, I cannot tell you the number of high, leaders and people in the organisation that cannot believe that how they were treated for, you know, similar allegations or sick divorces, affairs, those kinds of things, they were absolutely ousted without any hesitation and yet, um, mm. Yeah, I know. This, this is a really key article. Um, good to share with the... <laughs> the broader listening public, wouldn't it? Beware of hubris syndrome, a leadership personality disorder. Hmm. Relevant magazine and relevant it is. I'll post that, but it's it's pretty easily Googleable. Uh, let's just jump to her next, not long after, I think it was a couple of days after that, Brian's made some comments somewhere and he says, I love to inspire and exhort people by pointing them to God's purpose. And Laura comes along with a love heart mm. and just like a big love heart of complicity. Then Bobby comes along and says, yes, you do. And I will gladly follow in your shadow. X-O-X. -X. Now, what is, what is this about? This sword falling upon him and dying and, and shadow following. I mean, does Brian need a restraining order at this point? Because somebody actually said to me, oh, man, she is just emasculating him. She doesn't need to tell the world that, you know, that, that, that she's going to stand by him if no one else will. Well, look, yeah. one, it's a little echo chamber going on between them, isn't it? But, you know, maybe for the likes of us and many others, who don't already see how preposterous it really is. I think they're going to start to get a sense that, um, gee, all, what is it, Houston, we have a problem? <laughs> well, and I mean, it's, it's, it's incredible because that post where she talks about eight witnesses being called to testify against her husband, she was there. The, the, the prosecution, I was there, the prosecution called eight witnesses. One of them was George. One of them was Keith Ainge. Uh, you know, some of these people 
just were giving evidence they weren't testifying against her assaulted husband and yet so she's attempted to create this kind of you know huge pile on that's happening that didn't happen and it's been interpreted that obviously there's eight people all against him I mean he's got to be guilty if eight people have have done that so it's this you know it's at her own cost this kind of attitude hey oh let me know under the bus it's not not in vogue to be defending him anymore and they all wanted impunity themselves too but from what I've heard and read you, you were there you probably understand that a bit better than I do there were some very nice things said about him though so I mean Keith Ainge was the secretary mm-hmm. of the AOG he described Brian as you know a very a, a man he had no question about his integrity there weren't eight witnesses against this poor guy it's just this this, you know, again, what does she really think? Uh, the per- the persecution complex, yeah. Yeah, but it's. It, I mean, it's not even within reality. <laughs> I don't know that you could dig a deeper grave if you tried. Um, you know, I don't think you could paint yourself into a worse corner. It would have been better doing what, you know, the late Her Majesty. <laughs> Said, wasn't it? Was never explained, never complained. I, 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 that, well, trust me, yeah. right? I learned it a bit late, but shutting up is not the worst move. And and then there are people out there who have loyally seen this person, trusted her as a women's leader. The effect that that can have on people who have looked up to her as a leader of women is, you know. There's been talk of alcoholism. There's been talk of infidelity or sexual harassment, that kind of thing. And her response is to double down in and and throw herself on her sword and in the shadows and huh? Very melodramatic, isn't it? Quite histrionic. Yeah. You know, some there was a comment that said, you know, this is sad and honestly shocking. Sisterhood was actually a front for oppression of women, masking as purpose. You know, and you never hear of a pastor's wife deciding to leave after these kind of incidents. You know, almost never that otherwise she'd be ostracised. And the message is you just put up with whatever. And, you know, it's a little bit more serious than an Instagram comment is one of the people pay close attention to what she says. Yeah, yeah. She's got some responsibility to not, just pump out bad Hallmark cards or whatever's going on. Well, one thing we know, Tanya, as soon as he was ousted, he followed a few seconds later, didn't she? You know, when well, he, she wasn't going to have a place without him there. And, but you wonder who, who really wore or wears the pants. You're the professional. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, what do you see? And, I mean, you'd been married for a long time as well so you this is within your realms of three areas of expertise having experienced your son as well i mean or about you know nick nikolai and elena <laughs> well tell me about them i mean yeah, uh, former president of romania terrible despots you know the romanian people suffered under his dictatorship i, I worked with someone who was in 
the healthcare system in Romania under the Cosescu era. And some interesting and troubling to hear just how bad it was and the 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 paranoia generated amongst the people, you know, they never knew who to trust. But and they were they were shot, they were executed. Yep, they got what they deserved after the regime fell. But she was apparently the one who wore the pants. She was the real brain, the evil brains and the evil mastermind. How? To look five years younger. In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.